fear. The process went underground. Could the children have adopted this philosophy of chaos? Yo, another random act of violence. Yo, watch. Power corrupts. Champagne showers and tux, the same hours at the towers erupt. Wolf of Wall Street devour you up. Roll some concrete growing where the flowers are plucked. Dug a hole in my garden for you cowardly fucks. You and statues toppled over. Fences I'm hopping over. Looking out for helicopters watching. I have not been sober. State of emergency. See the hands flagging. We're more like Grand Pooba. They're more like Grand Dragons. Give them a clue. Klux Klan and white sheets. It's nothing new. They touch fans. The right speech. Make some rally. But hold on to your MAGA hat for my finale. Look at where your flag is at. Up in flames like you did the black churches. Bringing truth to the surface with facts and back searches. This ain't a booth. It's a fucking missile silo. So pass me the petrol. Let's go play pyro. Yeah. Like the flags on fire. Put our children in cages. Like the flags on fire. Below poverty wages. Like the flags on fire. Filling eyes cause of our skin. Like the motherfucking flags on fire. Like the flags on fire. Put our children in cages. Like the flags on fire. Below poverty wages. Like the flags on fire. Burning the fuck down. Molotov cocktails. Bodies on the ground. Nobody's safe on the flying rounds. Let's take the bloody route. Watch flames and go for pressure. Buck the system and it's yes men. Learn and listen. The machine swallowed up. Bitter dose, their own medicine, they're in our shoes uncomfortable. Mark men, women and children, running from Nazis, racist rhetoric, burn the flag they clenching. Grand Dragon need a lynching, dancing on their ashes, public enemy blasting. Return of the rebel, raise your fist if you're ready for action. Positive, exposing hidden agendas, just fuck the cops, fuck the clan, fuck all them putos that hate us. No struggle, no progress, time to overthrow the overseers, taking back the power they denied us for years. We shed tears, lost peers, raising the mud, trying to take what's And it won't be blood We won't be happy till it all burns down We won't be happy till it all burns down We won't be happy till it all burns down Like the flags on fire Put our children in cages Like the flags on fire Below poverty wages Like the flags on fire Filling eyes cause of our skin Like the motherfucking flags on fire Like the flags on fire Put our children in cages Like the flags on fire Below poverty wages Like the flags on fire Yo man that track is crazy bro <laughs> Thank you Yeah that, that was one that uh One of the last interviews a dude asked me about Um He was asking me about it, and uh, it's really kind of self-explanatory in a sense. But he was saying, he said, "Do you think that that's the uh, that's the only solution?" And you know, without giving him a long-winded explanation, I just told him, like, you know, usually it takes somebody being punched in the mouth to correct their attitude. You know? Yeah, how about that? You know, and so that's pretty much what the song is. Is just kind of addressing you know a lot of the stuff that people are going through myself included and just you know expressing how tired you are of that you know yeah yeah that is the truth man that is the truth but yo man we this is let's chop it up with zaz and today we got a special guest man all the way from california you know what i'm saying paul's one what's going on brother what up man just uh happy to be here you know what i mean my son came home from the navy yesterday so nice i get to hang out with him i got to do a festival this weekend so i'm I'm loving it I'm loving it appreciate you having me bro 
No, no problem, man. That's what we do here, man. Now that you mentioned that, you know what, man, especially nowadays, the way things is, man, you know, the way things are, you know, uh, we can all we can all use a little family love, you know what I mean? Or, you know, to show that love, because right now, man, it's the hardest times we ever been through, man. It's crazy. You know? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. A lot of crazy stuff going on. Definitely is, man. But yeah, man, so you should be proud of yourself and happy, man. You know, you got a nice release that just came out. You know what I mean? Random act of violence. You know what I'm saying? Evolve, pause one. Random act of violence. How that came about, man? Talk to us. So so Evolve's from, uh, he's from Texas. He's from like pretty much by the border. And uh, so South by Southwest is, is where a lot of people were going and like, meeting up, doing showcases, artists, industry people. Uh, a few years back, it used to be a lot better. People used to go and you'd run into like uh, uh, like Steve LaBelle. Like you'd actually run into people that were, were making moves. Um, but I, I ran into Evolve back then and um, doing shows. And then from there, talked about doing a record. We did a song on his album, uh, one of his earlier albums. And then uh, we ended up doing another one. And I told him I wanted to do some work, but I didn't want to just do one song on my project. I told him I'd like to do like an entire project and have like a a full release. So one of my boys, a producer named Makes Uno, he's up there in Oxnard, like uh, up there in like Mad Lib, like uh, area, Dilla area. He pretty much uh, shot me some beats and we wrote to those. And he was open to the idea of getting remixes. So there's actually two versions of this project. One is uh, the more underground one, which is the Makes Uno version. And then there's this version, which has a variety of producers from, you know, all over. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to make it happen. You know, like it, it took a while, but I just I didn't want to do just another song. I'm like, hey, let's sit here, conceptualize it. You know, he flew out. We recorded it together, wrote some stuff together. So I'm proud of it. Yeah, that would, that thing is definitely off the chain, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. Y'all need to go, y'all need to go represent and support, you know what I mean? Random act of violence out now on all streaming platforms. You got physical copies on that too, or, or are they coming soon? They're coming soon. So right now there's uh the vinyl takes like, it used to be like, I don't know, maybe like six to eight weeks. Now it's like, because all the majors are uh, re-releasing a lot of older stuff. So they're backing up all the plants because they're making old Aerosmith vinyl and all that. Yeah. So for us, like the indies, we got to wait a little bit longer. But the vinyl will be in later this year. Uh, we got cassettes being done through Icy Palms. Shout out to them. They're out there in Chicago. And then uh, CDs are coming out through uh, Below System. So all that's on the way. It should be here. We're good? But yeah. <laughs> we, we, got, we got all three. So we got the trifecta. Vinyl, cassettes, and CDs. Yeah, merch, merch is the way to go now, man, because all this, you know, streaming stuff is cool and all that. But at the end of the day, you need that physical copy, man. That's official. Definitely, man. Yeah, there's there's nothing like that. Yesterday at the festival, uh, I seen kids come by and uh, a couple of them were looking at the tapes because I got a couple of tapes on the the table and um, they recognized what it was, which was already cool. Um, Nice. But um, I think there's not a lot of them. I mean, it's definitely not going to overthrow Spotify or nothing, but there's a handful of kids that want the full experience of, of physically owning it, trading it, 
borrowing it, putting it in, playing it, looking at the artwork, putting it on the shelf. Like there's, there's a group of them that still want that experience or want to be uh, able to, to actually have it because they heard about, you know, their parents got stuff in a box or on the shelf or something. They got collections. So that's why I never uh, stopped making stuff, you know, it's got yeah. it's to exist. exist in a physical form. Yeah, you got to, man. Man, I tell you, and it's a shame because a lot of these young people now, man, they, they don't know what it is to go to <laughs> to go to Tower Records or your neighborhood, you know, uh, music store, you know, just picking stuff up. Man, that was the greatest, man. Parents will give you a certain amount of money. You will go take that money and go buy music with it. It was either yeah, that man. or comic books. <laughs> yeah, you got to and then what was cool too about that experience was you'd be in there digging and then you could run into somebody next to you who's like, yo, you never heard of this. Like he's actually on that and he did this and getting put on that way. And, and that's pretty much the, you know, that those are the social interactions. Yeah. It wasn't just a comment section. It was like people were actually talking to you. Actually so, talking to you. You're right about that. Yes, indeed. Or you were going into the place and you know, the guy behind the counter will say, Hey, I got that Cypress Hill joint. It comes yeah, out yeah. next week. So if you got it two or three days before the time it came out, that was the greatest experience ever, man. You can, yeah. you can never take that away from us, man. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that was great. So, yeah, man. So how do you feel about the response from, from the new release? Uh, it's been good. It, it, it's crazy because I haven't um, – I don't really uh, – a friend of mine told me, he's like, <clears throat> you got to go Google it. Just Google the title. And it, you know, the pages will pop up and you'll see what's what. And I didn't really like doing that because, you know, every so often I would just to kind of see, you know, randomly what was going on. But uh, Evolve actually was sending me stuff even before the uh, the album dropped. There was websites that were pretty much on standby, ready to bootleg it. And I I had no idea about that. So there's a few sites that were like waiting to do the torrent so people can grab it. And my wow. whole thing was like, yeah, if it's worth stealing, then it's got to be worth something. So, um, but I seen I seen that that made me feel good. And then having people, um, the genuine responses, people picking their favorite songs, their favorite lines, things like that. So, it's been good. It's been good. And now that we're able to go back outside and play, we're gonna start doing tours and things like that. So I want to do a LA album release, one in Texas, and then take it on the road to the Midwest. That's perfect, man. That's perfect. And, you know, the people, the people that know you, man, God bless them. The people that don't know you, they're going to know you. You know what I mean? One way or another, you have worked with some heavy hitters, man. Master Ace and Med. I mean, you, you go on and on, man. How do you, I mean, to me, California has become like the new New York back in the day with the underground. I mean, you guys were right? You guys were always there, but now California has a heavy presence, man, with the underground music, man. So you being there, how do that feel? You know what? It's a, it's a gift and a curse because like we always kind of held it near and dear um, and never let, like, you know, we'll bring the artifacts out. We'll bring certain people out that might not really do anything and other markets might not be necessarily interested in because it's not the new wave or whatever it is, but there's a little subculture in hip hop in LA that still appreciates, you know, uh, Feral Monch and people like that, you know, uh, uh, Buckshot 
and they'll come out to the show if it's promoted properly and things like that. So we kind of never let go of that. And I know some people were trying to, you know, change the scene or, or morph it into something else to line their pockets or whatever. But there's always been that here. And I'm grateful for that. But on the flip side of that, being born and raised here, uh, you're not necessarily embraced. I mean, you're acknowledged. Uh, but really, it's that age old thing where you got to go somewhere else and have somebody in Atlanta be like, yo, you don't know who that is. And then come home and they're like, oh, yeah, we, we've known all along that kind of shit. So it's unfortunate, but I am lucky, too, because there are those diehards that I was just talking about. And I'm in their playlist next to some of the names you mentioned, and I have records with them. So that's definitely a blessing. And, and I lean more on that side as opposed to being, you know, angry about this or that, you know? Yeah. And I think that, you know, living in these big markets, cause they're, they're you know, I mean, obviously they're considered big markets. So like you're more accessible to bumping heads with somebody else that's doing it, you know what I mean? On another level. So that's the good thing about that, you know, that I see now when it comes to like the funk and all that, you know, the funk and, you know, the, the way they used to do the hip hop back in the day, you know, uh, yeah, like, like that, that type, sometimes they incorporate it in the underground too. You know what I mean? And I think that's hot like that when they do that, you know yeah. what I mean? There's, there's, uh, there's still jams that go on out here where like, you know, you'll have like uh pop lock and you'll have battles out here. You'll have uh open sessions. Like, so it's, it's, it's here. If you're looking for it, it's here. And, um, that's what's cool. It's like, you know, plus a lot of people, like you said, are coming to town. So it's kind of cool to be able to go over here and see, you know, this person like, oh, shit, Freddie Fox or whoever it is. Yeah. And like, yeah, man, so, so that's that's definitely uh, one of one of the blessings of being out here. Yeah, man. Heavy, heavy, heavy presence, man. You know. So we can go back. I mean, you've done stuff. The double homicide album. That was crazy. <laughs> I yeah, was. <laughs> that, that, that's what the that's what the West Coast legend too. So shout out to Michael Myers. Like, I used to listen to the Wake Up Show, and and pretty much that was the that was the master class. You know, hearing you know him, OC, like all these people that were on there, and uh, just wanting to be even remotely close to that lyrically. And um, fast forward ran into Mike a couple times. He didn't know what I did. I had just got out of prison, I think. And I was at a lot of the shows trying to like, you know, get back into it. And he's like, yo, I see you everywhere. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, you know, I am T. And he's <laughs> like, all right, cool. we ended up rocking the show together, became cool, did a few songs. And then finally it kind of led up to that same idea with the random act of violence. It was like, hey, let, instead of keep doing these one or two songs, let's just do a project. So shout out to Michael Myers. He's a, uh, he's, I think he's got his doctorate or it's on, it's on its way. So the rap stuff's kind of like taking a backseat to the education. And I give him nothing but props for that because he's always speaking on the importance and like, he, he's just, he's an inspiration, you know, on, yeah. on all sides. So Mike's dope. And that, that project, I'm proud of that. Yeah, man. Now that you mentioned that, like he's everywhere. Yeah, you are, man. You're, you're definitely everywhere. And I tell you, I tell people, it's always how you carry yourself and how you move is how you're going to end up. You know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, you, you don't have to tell us exactly how you go about it, but 
you actually have a gift, man, because for you to put yourself out there and then end up doing, you know, a whole project with these people of that stature, man, that's, that's, that's gotta say a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's, it's surreal sometimes. Like uh, I have a, a EP in the works with the AG from digging in the crates. Shout out to him. So you look at that. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate, you know, but I, I, I got an example of something. My boy put it best. My boy default, my producer, he had said, uh, cause I met Raz Kaz in prison and um, getting out and linking with him and still being friends and everything and working together. We talked about it and he said, you know, these guys want that, but they wouldn't have walked that same path. You walked to meet him there. They, they probably couldn't handle that. So don't worry about who's hating or who's saying what, because a lot of the dudes doing what you do that are upset about that would never walk that path and go through that. And it, I never thought of that. I, I didn't look at it from that way, you know? But that's actually something to celebrate, man. I mean, I get all that. Man, I tell you, because you're going to get that. But I think something like that is should be celebrated, no matter what kind of person you are or you a hater. In the back of the head, man, you got to tell yourself, man, you got to be proud of this guy because you find yourself in the best positions that people will do anything to be in a position like that. You know what I mean? And for you to do it countless times and actually elevate it on another level on top of that, because I know you got a lot of stuff lined up, not just the AG joint. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what it is? I'm trying to do less, but I'm trying to concentrate the, 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 the product. So, like, I'm working on a single with evidence, uh, doing some stuff with Stu Bangers. So, like, before I was, I think what I was trying to do was kind of show, like, uh, I was taking a lot of fights. And now I'm trying to just take the bigger fights that matter, as opposed to just fighting all the fights and, and showing people I can hang with different people. Um, it's more like, hey, look, uh, I'm going to give you this one, but I'm going to put a lot into it. And then just kind of, pushing that one and seeing how people react to that and more or less taking my time. I think the, that stage of trying to show you, Hey, look, I could rap on this and I could do this. It does get a little exhausting, but now I'm just trying to fall back and do a little bit less, but with some, uh, you know, some different production and, and things like that. But yeah, I have some, some stuff that I'm working on, but I'm trying to pull back from putting out, five projects a year maybe put out one or two yeah i was gonna ask you about that how you feel about that like what i mean that's your take on it but like a lot of people feel like quantity is 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 actually better over quality now in the music business to me i don't know man i feel like like you said you know focus and then give you more with one right yeah i think that that's the i remember when i first started doing two verses instead of three uh because i mean you would pride yourself obviously on your writing and everything so i would write three verses for every song and um but i did notice a shift and and what what i what i noticed was that shows dudes wouldn't people wouldn't stick around for that like the third verse um and then and then i got a lot of dj homies and a lot of times they would skip that third verse and i'm like you know what it's by doing this, I'm taking a chance because other MCs or whatever are going to assume that I can't carry the full song. 
It's not the case. The thing is, is you got to know how to read the room. Being an MC at shows, I realize, okay, I can hit him with two solid verses that are just, you know, uncut, just raw verses, as opposed to watering down a third or kind of winging it. And I'll have more retention instead of like, here's another verse and then another verse. And then like, I'm not going to do 17 songs. I'm going to do eight, but I'm going to put everything I got into them. And um, That's a just good being way of putting it. Being observant, I remember I did an album called uh, Pick Your Poison with the Swiss producer. And um, I lived out there for a bit, so we did the album. But I, I was telling him then, I was like, hey, we should probably do like six to eight total. And he, he, didn't, he wasn't hearing it. He's like, nah, you know, it's got to be this, it's got to be that. So we stretched it. And um, I told him, like, this is two projects pretty much if you cut it in half. Anyway... So put it out, and there were songs on there that got skipped over, songs that people weren't really mentioning mm. in interviews and articles, and that's because they don't have that same attention span they used to, to go from start to finish. So track 16, unfortunately, a lot of people didn't hear it, and I put a lot into it. We put a lot into it. So funny thing is, he started sending me articles. And it was like Kanye West drops four track album. Uh, Drake drops three track album. And I was like, yo, I told you that three years ago. But it isn't until Kanye West does it or Drake does it that it's true. And I'm like, yo, I was kind of ahead of the curve on that reading the crowd. But anyway, so less is more. Um, yeah, it, yeah, I think just wanting to just wanted to, to rap, you know, wanting to, to do shit. I took on a bunch of projects and then I started realizing like, man, people aren't even really like caught up, even people that follow me. And I learned that during the, the quarantine because I had people message me and they're like, yo, I love this. And I'm like, oh, you know, thanks. And uh, yeah, it's like seven years old. They're like, really? <laughs> really? And I'm like, yeah, like, look at the date on there and they went back and they're like oh shit how did i miss this and a part of that is my fault because trying to constantly boom boom one after put out yeah and uh so now i i think i got the attention from the crowd that i want so i'm gonna have to do less but make yeah quality. that's the beauty of it too man like especially like i mean let's be honest when it comes to these streaming platforms they don't put out everything the way you personally put it out what i'm trying to say is like you could put something out and it's like scrambled and one album might end up in somebody else's profile yeah i see that all the time man. so i love Bandcamp because you have full control of it so if somebody likes you know likes the artist they can actually go back to Bandcamp and start from the beginning so that that's that's the greatest thing of it is, you know what I mean? And you can listen to it and purchase, purchase the whole collection if you want. I mean, yeah, it's something that, yeah, it's amazing, man, you know? So, and I think we, we could, I mean, I speak to artists all the time and sometimes I go, yo, you got Bandcamp? Nah, like, you don't got Bandcamp, fam. Like, you got to get on Bandcamp. You yeah. can sell stuff on it, do your thing, right? So t-shirts, merch, whatever you want to do. And everything is there. It's not scrambled. It's not under uh, <laughs> under it's artists. Rich. <laughs> yep. 
it's basically your website in a sense. It's like, yours. And what's cool too about it is I don't think there's any other platform that allows a fan to say, hey, you know what? I really like this album. He's only selling it for 15, but I'm going to drop 40 in there because I want him to keep doing his thing. Yeah. Because they, they give you that option. It says uh, allow fans to pay more. Yeah. So it's just that platform is, I've been using it for a long time. And like one of my favorite things too is uh, the interaction interaction with fans because you upload something and you basically send out, it sends out a newsletter for you to your, your crowd. Right and, away. Uh, they, yeah, and they can respond too and say, hey, you know what? I missed that last project. Uh, is that on there too? And you just get to interact and it, it's really cool. So Bandcamp's one of my favorites. Definitely been putting everything I got on there. Sometimes I do like Bandcamp exclusive stuff too where you won't know unless you go there. Unless you go to the Bandcamp, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't heavily promote it because if those are the people buying and supporting, I want to give them stuff that nobody has. So later on they get to say like, well, you don't have this. Yeah, that is that is cool, man. That is definitely cool. Like I said, you know, you got full control, man. These streaming platforms, you know, you got to hope to God that when you put that song on it, it's going to be available on the day that you put it out. <laughs> it's like a gamble, man. Yeah. You know, so that's 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 what's up, man. That's that's what's up. So the shows, are you getting back in, and back into the full the full swing of things? I see you said yesterday you were out there. You know, yeah. I mean, honestly. That's my, that's my, that's my element. Like, uh, I love writing, love recording, but I don't think anything will ever replace the experience of, and that's why you see like, um, uh, Phil Collins, like in a chair, like still up there, like, still. You know, like I, I'm not going to, I wouldn't trade this for any, you know, video or whatever. Like, yo, this is, I want to be here and see you and the, just sharing the room and the energy with people is irreplaceable. So the shows have always been something that have, you know, pushed me to, to get better, go back out, polish some stuff up, introduce some new stuff. So I'm excited to be able to go back out. But I, I think uh, touring has always, uh, ever since I did my first tour, I got addicted to that because you travel and you, you meet new people and new food and you get to see like, it's just the experience. It's like the best of both worlds because I'm traveling for work. So I get, you know, I get to eat at this restaurant or I get to see this graffiti or I get to, you know, talk to this person that, you know, owns this barbershop here. And you see the good and the bad and you're like, it becomes a part of your, your story. So when I get home, I'm like, wow, that I shared that experience with that person. And then now I'm able to put it in the song. And, um, it's just the human thing. I think that it's the human element that you can never, uh, you can never exchange anything for, you know? And pause. It don't feel like work, man. No. Right. No. It don't feel like work, man. I mean, you're out there, you get to see restaurants, you're hanging out, you're shaking hands, you're networking, you're performing. They, it's like they paying you to have fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. There's, there's some that, you know, yeah. business isn't taken care of or the venue didn't spend that extra on the sound equipment or whatever. But even with those, I find like, you know, you make the most of it. Sometimes make the most like, of it. Yeah. There's people that like I've done shows where there's been like a handful of people in there, but one of them will be like Hitman from aftermath and uh, totally incognito. Didn't even know who he was. Random dude. And he's like, yo, you know, 
what's up? You know, that was that was dope. This, that, the other. I'm like, oh, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Talking a little bit. And he's like, yeah, my name's Hitman. And I was like, cool. I'm just thinking that's his name or whatever, right? And I was like, wait, Hitman, Hitman? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's what's up. So that's, you know, you got to make the most of it. So that's why when you're up there, I try to give it all I got. And, you know, you, you never know. You never know who's in the crowd. You never know who's watching, man. Yeah. It's just like one time that uh, I think it was Brother Ali was performing. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake was in the crowd. And Justin Timberlake was sing, you know, was rapping along and he invited him on the stage. And Justin was actually rapping with him, rapping his own songs. How about that? You never know, man. You never know. You know? Yeah. So so let me ask you, right? What was your in your career, right? What was your high what was your highest point that you could say, man? That was my Um, shit right there. I think it was, uh, I think there's, there's been all those little like moments, little pinnacles. Um, but I think it was, uh, pretty much headlining a festival in Switzerland and being taken care of to go, wow. to, go from, to go from, you know, battling it out here in, in, you know, downtown LA against, you know, dudes that are, are pretty much, you know, icons in the battle scene now, like, um disaster and people like that to go from you know the belly of the beast and then to be flown out paid taken care of hotel food like just the the i guess the artist experience that that people dream of to have that and you know see your name up there i don't know just that whole that whole experience and then people there that knew some of the songs and i'm just like wow this is uh i you know it, it did come true you know, singing along too, right? Yeah, singing along. Singing even, along. Even just for that night, like to know, like, okay, I did make this dream come true, even if it was only for that one show. But that was uh that was one of those experiences. I hope I, I never forget when I'm old, like got some pictures so I can look back and be like, Oh, that's right. I made this shit happen. Yeah, man. That's all it takes, man. And that actually builds momentum, man. You could take that and and you know, carry it on to the next one, man. You know, that's amazing, man. That's definitely amazing. Oh man. I wanted to bring you here, man, because you know, you know, you got a lot of artists that, that, that do right. But you are hip hop, man. And you represent it the right way. And, um, I think your flowers got to be given, man. You know, I always tell people, man, when you, even if you see somebody for five seconds and you cross paths, Make sure you tell that person, look, man, I'll be listening to your shit, man. It's off the chain, man. I appreciate what you do. It takes two seconds, people. It don't it don't cost you nothing, you know, and it and it gives the artist a vibe to whereas, yo, you know, people really listening to me, man, you know, yeah. because we think that just because you underground don't mean that, you know, people think that, oh, yeah, some people listen, man, you'd be surprised, man. It'd be a lot of people listening, man. Yeah, I had I had no idea, like. The other day, uh, when I set up the festival, we got there early, and uh, there was a vendor, couple booths down, and uh, introducing myself as my government name, because that's how my boys did it, you know, and that's how he did it. So it wasn't until later in the afternoon that he came back. He's like, "Yo, like I didn't realize like that was you," because you know I'm not 
yeah. to project the, the rap thing. So I'm just, and he's like, bro, because he's a DJ. He's like, bro, I play your shit all the time. I'm a fan. And I'm just like, damn, that that's dope to be, you know, five, six hours away from home and randomly have somebody like, you know, you're in their laptop, you're in their Serato, like, damn, that's dope. So you're absolutely right. Like, you never know. And that's why I never uh, cut corners. When I write, I'll always give it everything I got. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. You definitely do. So, you know, I have this question that I always ask the artists when they come up here, right? I go, hey, listen. So if you could have like the 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 EP, the album or the single that you could tell yourself, man, if you have full control of it, no boundaries, no holes bars, what would it be? But because you've worked with so many legends already, this is a good question for you actually. Who you think you would want to work with that you would say, you know what? This is the one that I always wanted to put out. What would it be in your in your eyes? You know what? The, that's the like the dream project. And I think um, it comes and goes because at times I, you know, I think about it and then I'm like, you know what? I already know what's going to what it's going to take, what it's going to take to make that happen. And I hate to think like this, but I'm just like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I don't want to put too much thought into it, too much energy into it. I probably should so I can manifest it. But I think it would be something that's produced by like, like a premiere. Um, shout out to Premier. He's been playing the new album too. Um, but somebody like that, because I'm from Los Angeles, of course, but the influence leans a little more on that side. So to do something, even if it's just a, a EP, you know, five, six songs, and uh, I give it all I got. But I think that would be it and get get a couple guests. But yeah, that's got to be the one. I think for me, it's more a production thing. Um, I could hear but, that too. Man, that'd be dope to make that happen someday. Like, so that's that's the that would be like the dream project. But then again, we're still waiting on the Primo Nas project. You know, we're still waiting on uh, certain yeah. ones. <clears throat> but. Something like that. Something like that would be great. You know, that's something to, to shoot for, for sure. That's awesome, man. You know what? But a person like yourself, man, with that energy and that drive, man, I know you can make it happen, Pauls. You know what I mean? You can make right. it happen. You're in the right place, right mind. And uh, you, you're definitely representing, man. So is there anything that you could tell these young and up and coming artists, man, that you think uh, that could help them along the way from your experience that you've experienced so far in your career, what would that be? It's going to sound funny. It's actually two things, and they're closely associated. One is um, don't fall into the trap of keeping it real. And what I mean is um, a lot of times you're told, you know, it has to be this way. It has to be this way. It's got to be like this. And you get into the industry and you realize like <clears throat> that's something that's being sold, but it's not something that's being, you know, upheld. Like they don't uphold that. It's, it's a, it's just another slogan that's being thrown out there. Um, because in reality, like a lot of these people don't as much as they love that uh, they love the ghetto boys and ice cube and, you know, they love that they really don't want to experience that in close quarters. They don't want that. 
um, in the industry, I mean. So you got people that'll burn each other for 10 grand, things like that. They got, you know, they got Conway, they got all these people, you know, playing in their car and, you know, they dress like it and they might talk like it. But in reality, like if they were introduced to a situation that's actually in those songs, they wouldn't know how to react. And I think there's some artists who kind of feel like, well, look, I, I really am about this and I'm going to prove it. And here's my chance. A lot of times the industry will purposely put you in a position like that because they want to get rid of you. And what I mean is, is like, if you're hot headed, all they got to do is send somebody to irritate you. And then you start a fight backstage somewhere and then you end up getting blackballed. So promoters are afraid to book you. Venues don't want to pay that extra insurance, security. It's all it's all a long-term game. And um, that's why I say, like, the whole keep it real thing is, is uh, not that it's completely false, but not every situation calls for keeping it real because a lot of these people don't know what real is. So they wouldn't know it until they saw it, you know? But that's one of them and the other one that's closely associated with that is the is the money part so i used to think you know it was it was a uh, talent based or whatever um but i noticed there's a lot of things that are being sold uh even people's images like you'll find somebody will find somebody that knows an artist and knows how to dress a label might pick them up and he's pretty much a mannequin. They just take the clothes off of him and put them on this other kid. And like, you know, they'll cash him out, but he doesn't know it, but that look is being bought or that sound is being bought. Like, yo, this dude's got, you know, his hooks or, or his flow. And it's being, things are being paid for and moved around and, and put on these mannequins or actors or people that go out and do it. But also uh, there's certain, certain things like promotion, you know, there's, there's a burger spot around the corner from you that is better than McDonald's, but you, you know, the world will never know it because they don't got that marketing budget. So I say pay for shit. Everything's for sale. If, if you can afford it, stack your bread first and then do a project as opposed to like, well, you know, this shit is hot. It's dope. So people are going to gravitate towards it. Nah. It, it don't work like that no more. Well, so-and-so is going to hear it. You know, they, once they hear it, it's, it, you know, it, the rest is history. When was the last time you heard a story like that? Yeah. How do you know a paper bag full of money wasn't exchanged? Right? So those two. Because I, come, I come from the era where you have, you have to grease the hands of the DJs, man. Yes. DJs were taking that money, man. Talk about that. Talk about that. You know, them DJs was taking money, man. You would go up to a DJ back then, man, you know, just to get played, man, give them a couple dollars and they'll they'll play it, and, you know, and they'll speed it up, make it sound good, blend that bad boy in with the next song. And you won't even know that it wasn't even like it wasn't even bad or nothing. You it was, you think it's hot. Yeah. And that's uh, there's people out there doing the same, just, you know this uh the updated version of that you know a spotify playlist like oh you want to be a play on a playlist with uh you know freddie gibbs and, and this one and that one like grease the palm you know get Maybe emails man. emails all day about that stuff bro it's ridiculous man 
Yeah. I saw so, your website. I don't even have a website. What website are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yep. What website are you talking about? Because the only website I consider myself is like the one that Anchor gives you, you know, with the Spotify setup. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and you know, like the band camp, you know what I mean? I purposely don't have a website right now, you know, for, for various reasons, but you know, that's kind of funny how they, the, the, the assumptions, right. They think that everybody is the same way, you know, or they'll hit you on Instagram and they'll say, I make, I make artwork and I go keep drawing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What are you? <laughs> it's the copy and paste. It's the copy and paste, you know, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. And across the board i'm gonna catch some fish i'm gonna throw my net really wide i'm gonna catch something but yeah 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 game's yeah. crazy it's a, it's amazing brother it's amazing man but pause man we appreciate you coming through man i know you got a busy schedule man you know enjoy enjoy your day with your son man and psh, listen you. man we'll keep in touch and this joint will be out friday you know what i mean okay dope so that would be Checking it out too. Shout out to everybody checking it out. Uh, Definitely, man. Past, present, future, all that. And thank you for for giving me the platform, the ability to be able to speak on this and expand on everything that goes into the art. And you know, myself, tell my own story. Thank you. Those are Definitely, your flowers. Man. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you, fam. Definitely, man. We'll keep in touch. And uh, you know how it is, man. This was let's chop it up with Zaz, and today we had a special guest all the way from California. Pause one.